Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshan McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have Christine Raymond. She's here to talk to us about her latest book, Finagled. Christine, how are you doing? I am great, Darshan. How are you? Thanks for having me on the show. I am well, and you're so welcome. So let's talk about your latest book, Finangled. What is it about? Well, it is a cozy mystery, and it is about the title character Finn Bartusiak, who owns a antique store, and she's a single woman. She has a basset hound. She's loving her life. She, you know, wants for nothing. And one day, two big important things happen. First, a man brings this box into her shop to sell to her, but she finds that it has a secret code hidden inside the box. And that same day, her secret crush from high school, whom he didn't know he was her secret crush, but he shows up on her at, at her shop and asks her out on a date. So all of a sudden, her life kind of gets turned upside down and inside out and all sorts of ways. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that character. Why did you decide to make that character, uh, is she basically a single woman? She is a single woman, and uh, her mother is absolutely thrilled that Spencer has appeared in her life because her mother wants grandchildren. The Basset Hound doesn't count. So, uh, so would this be coming from a, a shared experience, or are you writing from somebody else's perspective? Uh, well, Finn is based on me a little bit. There are, there are certain personality quirks that we have in common, but the, the whole plot of it is, is fictional. Um, as far as, you know, her, I, I've never owned a, any sort of store or anything like that. Um, but, uh, no, she, this, the book actually started out as a thriller. That's what I intended to write was a thriller. But as I started writing it, even from the first line, it just, it was like, you know what, this is just going to be too funny for, for a thriller. And it fit more into the cozy mystery genre. And I just let Finn take over and she ran with it. <laughs> okay, I got you. So, so why did you get involved in writing books? What was that thing that turned you on to it? <laughs> that was a, I've, Never written a book before. Let me see if I can do it. <laughs> Quite mm, honestly. Mm. When, uh, when did that start? Labor Day weekend 2013. So we're coming up on the seven-year anniversary. Wow. I, uh, a friend of mine that I worked with, she had self-published a couple of books, and she was telling me about the process. And I thought, you know, that sounds kind of fun, and I've never done that before. And well, let me give it a try. And that was 16 books ago. Wow. And so <laughs> let me ask you this. So have you ever thought about writing relationship books? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I don't know okay. if I could, if I could uh, write a relationship book. Honestly, yeah. just because really the only relationship that I've really ever had is just, you know, me and my husband. Um, we've been married for 26 Seven years, I believe it just, yeah, we just celebrated our 27th anniversary, been together 29, and he's pretty much my, uh, my one and only, so. <laughs> Got you. When, when did you two first meet? Uh, 1991. 
And then we got married right. two two years later on the day, on the anniversary of the day we met, we got married. Wow. So being in a marriage, what are some things that you've learned about being in that, in that particular relationship? I guess you kind of have to pick your battles maybe. And, and that's not necessarily to say that I'm not talking necessarily from a confrontational point of view, but you know, there are, there are going to be a lot of things when you live with another person that kind of irritate you or, and there's things about you that irritate them. And, and you just kind of have to step back and say, you know, is it really that important? <laughs> is it really that important that he doesn't pick up his socks? You know, can I learn to live with it? And I think the other big thing, compromise is one and communication is the other. You have to be able to to talk to each other even if you're not really liking each other at that moment. <laughs> and I guess right, love. Right. So I guess I should throw love in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because I'm, I'm a big relationship guy. I love to write books about self-help. Uh, I've changed up my branding from talking about romance novels into self-help, and then now I'm into children's books and doing this podcast. So do you think that, that men and women need each other? I think that people need each other, and I don't know that it's necessarily I, – I don't know that it, it can be, you know, quantified into men and women. I, I think men and women can be friends. I, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people out there think that, you know, a woman can't have a friend who is a man unless he's homosexual, and I don't believe that. I, I've had men who were – who I've been friends with who were heterosexual, who were single, and it, there was, it was completely platonic. Um, I think men can be friends with women in the same circumstances. I think, I think you need whoever you need in your life. And, and I know that kind of maybe sounds like a really pat answer, but it, it's really how I believe. I don't think it should be that, you know, you necessarily, as a woman, need a man in your life. And I don't think as a man, you necessarily need a woman in your life. You need, the person that the person that completes you, the person that makes you smile every time you think about them. I mean, that's that's who you should have in your life. I agree because there's this huge world of people online, strange enough, that feel like they don't need each other. And I was just kind of curious to see what you thought about that. So let's talk about your podcast wordplay. What is that about? Well, I chat with other authors about their books and their writing techniques and their hobbies, and I'm coming up on the two-year anniversary of that. That'll be in October. I'm so excited. It's such a fun podcast. I learned so much from talking to my guests, I, you know, not just about book stuff, but they give me different ideas of things that I can try in my own writing or even when I do podcast interviews, and I had one guest who told me, because we were talking about our offices, and my office is always a disaster zone because it's my it's my uh, library, it's my office, it's my craft room, it's everything, and it's always a mess. And she said when she does video interviews, she puts up one of those dividing screens. I was like, wow. Why did I never think of that? Like, that's such a simple solution, but it's something I never would have thought of if I hadn't been talking to her. So I just really love hearing their stories and about them. And it kind of, the writing community is just so encompassing, like so welcoming. And for the most part, you always have those outliers, but 
<laughs> you know, we we just love to help each other. And, and honestly, that's what the podcast is all about. And I kind of really feel like I'm rambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I got it because your podcast is totally unscripted. It's unrehearsed. It's real conversation. So this is just perfect. And I'm glad I'm, I'm able to talk to you because in most cases, uh, when people come onto my podcast, I'm really trying to get to know the author because they, you guys write these phenomenal books, but no one gets the chance to really know who you are. So what's somebody's first impression of you? Oh, that would depend on the day. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I would think. I would think outgoing, even though I'm really not, which is kind of surprising. But I, I tend to. <laughs> let's put it this way: the uh, the social distancing we've all been practicing. That's just my normal life. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. <laughs> I kind of like you know keeping to myself, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I like to think that I'm pleasant, you know, that people enjoy meeting me. And, you know, if, if you need help, I'll help you and I'll I'll cheer you on. And I don't know. I don't like talking about myself. That's why I have my podcast that uh, where I promote other people's books because I'm not great at promoting myself. <laughs> right, right. I find that a lot of authors have a very – hard time talking about themselves and that was part of the reason I created this podcast because I know you guys are trying to get the word out there about your books but I also learned in talking to people that they don't really like talking about themselves and I say you know what I know these authors are writing phenomenal books but I don't know anything about the author so I'm looking to hear what is a situation that will wow me so what was that wow moment that got you into writing like you say you know what this is this is something I really, really, really want to do. It was honestly sitting down and writing because it wasn't something that was a lifelong dream of mine. I, you know, I don't have piles and piles of notebooks where I, I thought, well, one day I'm going to be a writer. I just sat down to see if I could do it. And once I started writing, it's like a switch inside of me clicked on and it's like, yep, this is, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, I, you know, I've I've jumped around genres a bit. I've written in historical Western romance. That's what I started out in. I've written contemporary romance. I wrote an erotic drama. I wrote a short little nonfiction book about my first year as an indie author. And now I'm writing cozy mysteries. And the thriller is actually still on the horizon out there somewhere. I just, I, I have so many ideas and I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I guess the wow moment was just sitting down and doing it. Let's talk about doing things. What were you doing before you started writing books? Uh, you know, I had a, a day job, and my husband and I have rescued fur babies for years, So I, and we still do have animals, so I take care of them and take care of the house and just kind of the normal Everyday life stuff, laundry, dishes, all that. I really, I, I like to crochet, so I was crocheting and making jewelry, and and all of that was fun and fine, but it it wasn't. Well, the animals were kind of my wow thing. I mean that that was really where I was for decades. Is that's where my life was? It was taking care of these guys, and like I said, I still have them. In fact, we have two new beagle puppies that are just absolutely. <laughs> hilarious um but 
I don't know. It, it's kind of like one of those things, I think, when when you have a family and you think that how, you know, you have a, a child and then you think, well, if I have another child, how am I ever going to love them as much as I love the first one? But you do. You know, your your heart expands. It, it, it can encompass so much. And that's kind of how I am with my writing and, or any new thing I do, the podcast, uh, you know, book covers, whatever it is. It's like each new thing I do, it's not edging out something else. It's just being incorporated. I just, it, it, it's just one more thing that I can, that, that adds to my joy, if, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And as we're talking, I'm trying to think of some ways to stun you about wordplay, but it, I've been finding it very hard to use certain words. I don't know if I'm really going to try to shock you, but you know, <laughs> words that always had the tendency to, to mess me up or I never found the chance to really put them into a, a sentence phrase was like serendipity and uh, empathology. You know, those are just two words that I never have. A, it's like, Hey, I can just talk to somebody about that, but I can't put it into a sentence. Um, so I'm not going to try to do. I just used serendipity on the podcast with a guest uh, on Monday. Was it Monday? No, really? It was, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we were talking about something, and serendipity came out. And, and it's funny because it kind of hit me. It's like, wow, I don't know if I've ever used that word in conversation before. Yeah, I, I know I haven't up until now, so this is the only way I could really use it. But uh, <laughs> So let's tell people how they can get in contact with you through social media and where they can purchase your books. Sure. Well, the best way – to find all of my stuff, whether it's book links, links to the podcast, whatever I'm up to, is to go to my website, which is www.christineraymond.com, and that is Christine with a K, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. I am on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, BookBub. I'm mainly on Facebook, and even though I have a Facebook author page, which is Christine Raymond Author, I'm hardly ever on there. I'm just under me, Christine Raymond. So if you want to get to know me, send me a friend request as long as you're not, you know, trying to pick me up for a date or something because I am happily married. Uh, you know, we're all good. <laughs> most likely said, except your friend request. I, I'm, I'm trying to get better about Twitter as, as far as being on there. And, uh, like I said, I post on Instagram. Lately, it's been, uh, puppy pictures, pictures of my garden. I got chickens this year. So it, it, it's been a lot of, um, more about me rather than about my writing. But it, but they're all kind of one and the same because they're all me. You know, it, it's not two separate things. I'm, I am an author, but I am also a, you know, fur baby caretaker and gardener and, crocheter and baker and all of those things <laughs> what would you like to tell the listeners about inspiration on writing books if you're an author if you're thinking about writing if you want to write my my big piece of advice is to just do it because you can prepare forever you can you can be setting up your office buying the perfect pens to write with, buying the perfect paper, reading this book on technique, reading that book, and you can prepare for your entire lifetime and never do it. So just just do it. Just sit down and start writing. And to all the readers out there, thank you so much for your support, not just of me, but of all the other 
authors out there for buying our books, for reviewing our books, for enjoying our books, letting us know, letting your friends know. Just, just thank you. I mean, that, that word, or actually it's two words, <laughs> that phrase cannot be used enough. Thank you. Well, I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. We're talking to author Christine Raymond. She's here to talk to us about her latest book, Finangled. Christine, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This has been fun. No problem.